0: Thank you. Welcome to Vampire Campfire. My name is Ian,
1: and my name is Caitlin.
0: Bit of a delay there. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were going to say that.
1: <laughs> well, I didn't know Our if you were going to say to me, "To oh, do you want to come in, Caitlin?"
0: I know, but it it, it feels very patronising to do that.
1: Yeah,
0: it feels like I'm treating you like you're a three year old.
1: A wee bit. I mean, yeah. yeah. No, it's... I mean you are. Fine. We'll get used to it. We'll get used to it.
0: Yeah, that's fine. So you're Caitlin. i mean
1: I'm Caitlin. It's. Fantastic to be here
0: it is it's bloody magic
1: <laughs> i've been practicing that all morning
0: but we, but we did those puns last week
1: i don't think did i say fantastic? i think you did oh damn
0: oh who cares it's oh, fine. Well.
1: oh well oh well i'll have some new ones i'm sure
0: you probably won't anyway <laughs> so we're going to talk about um Obviously, this is a podcast about vampires, and it's only our second one. Last week, we just introduced each other, and we talked about a wee bit about why we like vampires. But what we're going to try and do in the coming weeks is, each episode, we're going to deal with a particular series, like a book series, or a TV series, or a film series. And we thought we would start with pretty high-quality stuff. Today, we're going to be talking about Discovery of Witches.
1: Yes, I'm very excited to talk about it with you. Yeah, because obviously we've we both, um, we both read the book yes, and watched the series. Um, I only yes. watched it last week. Yes,
0: um, I've watched it quite recently too.
1: Yeah, so we're quite up to date with it. Yeah. So I think we can give a good perspective on both the book and the TV series.
0: So will we start with the book or will we start with the TV series or will we um, just compare them both?
1: I think we should just compare them both.
0: Right. Well, which did you prefer?
1: The TV series, <laughs> without a doubt. You didn't,
0: you didn't even you didn't have to think about that, did you? No.
1: I mean, which one did you prefer?
0: The TV series,
1: hundred percent.
0: The
1: 100%. The book is just not up to my taste.
0: The book is boring.
1: It is. It's really boring. And
0: the characters in the book are not especially likable. The two. I mean, we should say the the two main characters are diana who's a witch mm-hmm. and matthew Clermont, who is a vampire
1: <laughs> nice french accent there
0: and also in this universe we have demons as well we so you've do. got vampires witches and demons yeah i can't remember there's a speech at the start of pretty much every episode that matthew gives when you're watching it on tv i wish i'd written it down now so well it at the start.
1: for this um podcast i learned the speech Oh, wow. <laughs> you want to do it? I do want to do it. Shall I give it a go?
0: Go and do it now.
1: Okay. Once the world was full of wonders, but it belongs to humans now. We creatures have all but disappeared. Demons, vampires and witches. Hiding in plain sight, fearful of discovery. ease even with each other. But as Father used to say, In every ending, there is a new beginning. How amazing is that?
0: That was, I was getting chills and shivers and goosebumps and everything, yeah. Can you
1: believe I memorised that all?
0: I, I, it didn't sound like you were reading that at all. <laughs> I'm very, very impressed at your commitment to this podcast, that you memorised that entire speech.
1: I did have it written down, but it's fine.
0: <laughs> Brilliant. So, so in this universe, there's there's witches and vampires and demons, and they all know that they exist. Obviously, yeah. the humans don't know, that the supernatural beings do. And the main characters are, yeah, as I said, there's a witch called Diana and the vampire called Matthew. And they meet in a library yeah and there's a lot in the book especially there's a lot of library action for the first like 100 pages or so
1: there is and they're both what was quite unattractive to me they're both historians
0: yeah and
1: like the book is so well researched it really is like you do feel like you're reading a history book in some of the pages Mm. but it's just i'm not that interested in that
0: no See, that's my problem. I'm not in... At school, I didn't like history. No, um, I mean, I, I acknowledge history mm-hmm. and I respect history, but I'm not particularly interested in history. When I read a book, I don't want um, lots and lots of historical information. Certainly, if I'm reading a book about vampires and demons, I don't necessarily want really factual information about historical times. Yeah,
1: it just felt like it was very, very fact-heavy on mm. really boring stuff that no one really cares about. Well, I think
0: both both of us, having read the book now, are both experts on wine.
1: Yes, we are, and because
0: toast. And toast, because the two characters spend a lot of time. I mean, the the vampire Matthew drinks a lot of wine.
1: Yeah, and Diana the witch, she eats a lot of toast and <laughs> drinks a lot of tea, and that seems to be her only personality.
0: Yeah, I mean that is the problem. Like his personality is that he's a vampire and he likes wine, and hers is that she's a witch that doesn't use her powers very often, and yeah. she likes toast and tea.
1: It's just a bit dull. Yeah, but and it
0: was six, it was six hundred pages. It was a as well. long
1: book. It, it was, was. A very long book. I mean, if you think about Breaking Dawn,
0: <laughs>
1: I had to put Twilight in there. That's about six hundred pages, and it's packed full. Mm. It is packed full, there's no historian stuff, there's no library things, there's not much wine in it. No. It's packed full, whereas this book just didn't feel exciting in the slightest, really.
0: No. I mean, when it starts off, it's quite atmospheric and it's quite interesting. You're getting a bit of the background about, because every single book and film that's got vampires in it tends to have a slightly different version of what a vampire looks like and what their powers are. Mm. That's all quite interesting. But it very, very quickly descended into this very, I mean, it was like in a middle class. It was like Tory <laughs> Twilight. Tory Twilight. <laughs> Tory Twilight. It's basically just they go to yoga, that takes up two chapters. You know, they go to a very expensive yoga studio, yeah. which that wasn't in the TV program.
1: No, it wasn't. I think they dropped that on purpose because it is a bit boring.
0: It is a bit boring. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, when you're watching a vampire film or a program or reading a vampire book, before it starts, you're not... I mean, if 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 you said to me, I've got this vampire book you might like, I don't think the first question I would ask you was, does it have yoga in it?
1: No, I don't think so. No, does it have the library in it and does it have wine in it? Because...
0: Do they eat toast?
1: <laughs> well, if you did ask that, I would have a perfect book for you. Yes. Um. Yeah, I just felt it was a tad boring mm. and just not very interesting and it didn't live up to... Because I've heard a lot of people saying it was really, really good, the book.
0: Yeah. Well, if you read the reviews, which is what you usually do before you read a book, <laughs> but the, the, the proper reviews are generally quite or very positive, saying it's one of the, the best books, certainly the best vampire books in modern time.
1: Yeah.
0: And But if you do a bit of digging, as I did after I finished reading the book, if you go on Amazon and you read actual customer reviews.
1: Oh, I see. Real, real
0: people. Then you start to get people saying, This is boring, nothing happens in it. They, well, they just talk about toast and wine quite a lot.
1: <laughs> well, I would agree, but let's not forget this is a book series. This isn't yes, even just a books. book. There's, there's three books.
0: Well, there's another two books in this series, and then there's another book set in the world of Discovery of Witches. So there's actually oh, four wow. books now.
1: Wow, yeah. I cannot wait to read to the rest of them. Well, that's
0: the thing. I mean, when I got to the end of this book, I mean, normally when you're reading a trilogy of books, when you get to the end of the first book, you're normally desperate to go into the second part to find out what's going to happen next. Yeah. You know, there's maybe a cliffhanger or something really interesting happens. But at the end of this book, they're basically just wearing frilly nightgowns <laughs> and walking into sort of Shakespearean times.
1: Yeah. And I don't know, I felt the chapters as well, like... Sometimes it would be really, really exciting. And it was usually at the start of the chapter, they would be really exciting. Yeah. And the next hundred pages would again just be them drinking wine and eating toast. Mm. It, it just, yeah, it wasn't very exciting. But the TV show, on yeah. the other hand, is very exciting.
0: It's much better.
1: It's a lot better. Like, I was quite apprehensive of watching the TV show after reading the book. Because I didn't want them, I didn't want to watch them drink wine and do yoga and work at the library. Like it just, like I felt that would be very boring. Um, but no, it's really exciting.
0: No, well, what they've managed to do in the, the script writing is they've streamlined all the kind of plot stuff and just condensed it into eight episodes. Because they could have quite easily made this, you know, fifteen episodes yeah. and had. Lots of yoga and lots of wine and cheese and toast. <laughs> but I think the people that made this at Sky probably realised that is not going to entice no and keep viewers. I mean, it's the same with Game of Thrones. Um You've never read.
1: No, I I did start reading them. Um, sorry, my was Siri was sorry? just talking
0: to me there. Uh, I thought but it was you. When, I'm, when I'm recording a podcast, sometimes if I turn my wrist, my Apple Watch starts talking to me.
1: Well, see, oh, yes. I thought it was you talking, and then I was going to make fun of you because you said that I would have a very robotic voice because it's <laughs> one of my first pod- podcasts. But yes. it was actually you. The Game of
0: Thrones. No, I mean, like, you've not read Game of Thrones, have you?
1: No, I started.
0: Right. It is, it is It's not. It is pretty boring. It's not no. very exciting. And there's a lot of character names. There's a lot of place names all sound quite similar and it's not, I mean I've read all the Game of Thrones books but they're long, really they're long. like eight, 900 pages and they're not as action packed as the TV show and they're not as sexy as the TV show, they're not as interesting no. as the TV show, so this is definitely, Discovery Witches is the same in that the book is turgid and boring and I wouldn't really recommend, I think you could get everything you need out of this story by watching the TV show.
1: I agree, um
0: because I think I think the acting was good. I think the music was good. I think the color, everything was blue. Yeah. Like everything everybody wore was blue. But I like that. It was yeah. Nice.
1: There's only my uh, only criticism to the TV show was probably on the vampire aspect. There wasn't much mm-hmm. exciting about the vampires. I mean, there's no. a quote I can't I can't really remember it, but it's from. It's it's the auntie, so it's Diana's auntie, who's played by Alex Kingston. So she's really good in it. Right. Um, Yeah. But she, she, so there's a couple of vampires sitting down on the couch, and she's a witch. So she says to them, "How does anyone not realise you're you're? How does anyone mistake you for being human? But I just thought they they look. They look human. They don't look... They yes. all look
0: human. Every character. I thought that. They were all sitting around a table and she said, how could anyone mistake you for human? And then you look at them and they're like, he just looks they like a
1: human. They all
0: look very human. I mean, that's, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I like that in different vampire stories. is like There's maybe teeth or eyes yeah. or sparkliness <laughs> to you know, describe <laughs> your favourite one. But there's usually some... You, there's nothing unique about the vampires in Discovery no. of Witches. I mean, they drink blood yeah. and... They're quite fast.
1: Yeah, that's about they're it. not you know. They're not even that strong because I, I'm sure there's a scene no. where they're fighting each other, and it just wasn't very exciting. It was just like a fight on the street that you would see. It was just yeah. yeah they they were. Mm, they, I wouldn't rate them very high on the vampire scale if we had one.
0: No, I don't Maybe think we, we have them. I don't them. know. it. How many crucifixes would you give this mm. out of ten? You know, for the vampires. <laughs> I think be good. But no, I don't. I don't think they're not. They're not. There's nothing special about no. them, and that's what I, appeals, I think, to a lot of people about vampires. Is each vampire, you know, like they didn't even talk about, you know, the sun or not sleeping. All the things that we get in a lot of other stories, you know, like obviously in Twilight, they sparkle <laughs> in the sun. In older, like you know, in the original Dracula, it he gets can't get in the sun yeah. because. He just burns into ashes. Yeah, they. But there wasn't they, any mention of that at all.
1: They slightly mentioned it. They they mentioned it to kind of refute vampire stereotypes. So yeah. it, it was like as if they were trying to be different in the way that they um, they disregarded the stereotypes of that they can't go out in the sun. The only reason they gave that yeah. they couldn't go out in the sun was because they looked different, which they really didn't. <laughs>
0: No, they didn't. We saw them in the sun quite a lot, and they looked
1: exactly. <laughs> and same. he did say that he didn't sleep, but one of the episodes was him sleeping and Diana getting kidnapped. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Mm. So that kind of caught itself so slightly.
1: Um. Yeah. No. Yeah. And, you know, he he's meant to have lots of um scars from p- previous battles. So, Twilight again. If you look at a vampire scar or a vampire bite. If you think of Bella's one, it's very, um, it's really cool. I I really wanted it. I told you this. I really wanted it as a tattoo. Yeah, because um, it it's like a silver tree, so It's meant to be their venom. I'm still tempted mm. to get it. Maybe not in my arm because it might might right. look a bit strange. But somewhere, I like. I'm very tempted to get it. But Matthew's scars, they were just like scars.
0: They just looked like yeah. somebody stabbed him with like a cigarette lighter from a car just... and like just poked him my It's not
1: very exciting.
0: No. I mean, I think this is the problem we're having with this book and show is that it's not that exciting. I mean the, the show was the quite show was. tense. and bit, and it was creepy and atmospheric yeah. at times and the castles looked good, the forests they were in there looked good. There was a several
1: talking it, head, that was very interesting.
0: There was a yeah, that was that wasn't no. the book. It was like what are the vampires? Had a had a weird witch's head in a box, which nobody really like. That was yeah, just normal. it
1: was just normal for the show. Nobody
0: said, nobody said, uh, why have you got a why? is that guy got a witch in a box? What's that all about? They just do that was just a, he was fine. Her, the, her head. Yeah, well, I mean, she looked quite good. I mean, because she was like, she had all her teeth and stuff. So Jackie was like, Jackie was opening the box, after, like, brushing <laughs> her teeth for her.
1: Maybe brushing her hair.
0: Did he have to feed her?
1: Mm. Yeah, he gave her blood. Where would it go? He gave her blood.
0: Where would it go? Oh, that's right. So he Maybe did. Maybe for the
1: brain? I don't know.
0: Because mm. I thought when I they know. gave it her was, um... blood,
1: I, I thought, oh, she's a vampire. She must be a vampire. The head must be a vampire. But no, it turned out it was a witch. No. It was a witch.
0: Mm,
1: strange.
0: Yeah, it was a it bit was. strange. So, I mean, it's not... It's definitely not my favourite vampire no, series. No, it's not. Ah. Um. In terms of books or TV. I mean the T V show is quite enjoyable, but it's not fantastic. And it's not I would not say it's essential viewing, like you have to see this if you're a vampire if you're a vampire fan, you need to Well,
1: watch I this. did I like I um was thinking about it today before our podcast and I just thought, mm, I just don't love the vampires in it. But then I remembered the title is Discovery of Witches. So we're just obviously <laughs> obsessed with vampires. And Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. it's about witches and yeah, about their culture. We're you're just, just expecting, expecting
1: lots of vampires, vampires now. So I think um, if you're into witches, it would probably be a really good show. But we're, we're not that into witches. Well, I'm not. Um. No, no, like I think really what lets it down was there was no real vampire abilities. Like, that's what I like the best about vampires. And
0: well, you like, I know you've told me before, you like the fact that Edward Cullen can hear people's thoughts and Alice Cullen can see into the future. And you know, and I've like I used to like that because in Dracula, you know, he's able to control people's behaviour and he's able to change into like fog and, bats. And, bat- and vampire bats and things like that and wolves. And there's nothing like no. that in this series. I mean at he does all. Apart from having a really, really good taste in wine, <laughs> apparently.
1: And can make amazing tea. Can make he can make really tea. good tea. He does control a deer, if I remember correctly, at the start.
0: Oh yeah, he's but hunting it. That's right.
1: Much explanation for that afterwards. No,
0: it just feels it feels. I mean, bizarrely for a very thick book, it felt like nothing was really gone into much detail.
1: <gasps> we forgot about the horse riding that went oh, into God, detail. The horse ride. <laughs> that was
0: a lot of detail. Of yeah, both yeah. both
1: characters horse r- Road, horse road. Uh, yes,
0: f- yeah. Well, it's
1: not horsey, no. is it? <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't say that. Um, yeah, they both they both rode horses. There was a lot yeah, of quite yeah. frequently, and there was a lot of description, and there was a lot of her feeding mm. the horses and going down and taking the horses and cantering and galloping and just yeah, it was.
0: Which again, when you're reading a, a book about vampires Our or witches, even witches or demons, you're not expecting horses, no. you're not expecting wine, you're not expecting toast to be at like a very, very prevalent theme yeah, throughout the was... book. But then do you think do you think that the the book and the series was meant to make these supernatural beings seem a bit more normal and a bit less otherworldly than vampires that you're getting Perhaps, in other books?
1: Because they did say that they just fit in and not many humans know about them. But then mm. all vampire books really do that. I mean, not yeah. not many people know about them.
0: No, the only ones which we may, we may come to in the coming weeks is True Blood. Yeah, um, where the vampires are part of that's just a part of the society. They know vampires have kind of come out, come out. I think they make a joke about them coming <laughs> out of the coffin at some point <laughs> instead of the closet, <laughs> which is good. But that's the only one I can think of where the vampires are just out there in the open. Everywhere else, vampires are just kind of like sneaking about. Well, I know because even
1: the Vampire Diaries, are more mm, actually. They do some people do know about vampires because they do have vampire hunters, etc. But right. then again, you do get that often in books. But not many normal people just know about vampires, so that's true. Yeah, we'll definitely need to come back to that. So,
0: would you? I think so. Yeah, I think so. But I mean, would you read the next two books in this series, or would mm-hmm. you rather not? If you were, if you were given the choice, uh,
1: after. After reading the first book, I was very much like, no, never touching this book again. I want to throw it out the window. There's far too much wine and horse riding and yoga. After watching the TV series, I I was a bit tempted to read the next one. But then I thought, "Mm, maybe I'll just wait for the TV series to come and release another. Yeah, it's
0: annoying though because of... Because of coronavirus, the second series. I know, and it says
1: there's no no release date anytime soon, so I'm not sure. I've not heard great things for the second book, um, or the third. So, and I'm not Mm. really that interested in seeing how it ends.
0: No, but I mean, I think I'd like to because I've committed time to reading the book and watching the series. Like to know where it goes. I'm sure I could probably just go online and find out the, <laughs> the storyline. But I think I would if, if the second series came out. I would yeah. watch it, and depending on how it goes, I'd probably watch the third. series Would you as read well. the book? But, um, well, like you, once I once I watched the TV version and thought, Do you know, this is actually quite good. And when I knew there wasn't going to be an imminent second series, I did think oh, I could, could maybe read the second book. But I, then I just started thinking about post <laughs> and TV and horses and and i think a big chunk of the second book is set in like the 1600s i
1: wonder if they will meet mm, like old i think it'll be a lot of history in the second book
0: i think it'll be like oh here's here's marlowe here's shakespeare Shakespeare, here's various other writers that you know nobody is that interested in having in a vampire series there's a lot about
1: darwin as well um, yes, and Matthew the vampire name dropped that he knew Darwin because he's very old. He's very old for a vampire.
0: Yeah, he's. I can't remember 1500? how old he is. He's not over a thousand? Yeah, I was going to say he's over yeah. a thousand years old. Yeah. I'm glad
1: anyway, we discussed
0: so, it. Uh, it We should have called. We should call this episode a discussion, a discussion of what's. <laughs> well,
1: it's really a discussion no, of vampires. That's
0: I mean, the show's about, we're doing a podcast about vampires, and it's ironic, the first thing (laughs) we it it it's funny, as soon as I said we're doing Discovery of Witches at the start of this episode, I was like, we're a show about vampires, (laughs) and our first thing we're tackling is a programme that's about witches that just happens to have vampires in the background drinking. Maybe it wasn't
1: the best one to start with. Because a lot of people, if they do listen, if I didn't annoy them too much last week with my cringy jokes, I think they would they would listen to the start and be like well i don't want to listen to witches i want to listen to vampires that's the whole point
0: i came here for vampires <laughs> it's called vampire campfire if i'd wanted witches i would have gone to the witches <laughs> witches
1: i promise we i think we did talk about vampires an awful lot there so i think we're fine
0: yeah oh no we've focused we've not really talked about the witches or the demons the, the, the poor demons have even get mentioned which is a shame because i like hamish hamish, hamish so has a good talk. character
1: and he's played by oh i can't remember his name the
0: was he? Please, Gary, tank commander. I
1: wish he was funnier. Um, yeah, he's not funny no, at all, not. really. But I, I did feel bad for the demons, both in the book and in the TV series, because they never really get mentioned, or no. they never.
0: No, they get. They get treated like the are scumbags, yeah. basically. Don't there's they? like a hierarchy. Like the neds of the supernatural. Definitely, Lord. there's a definitely
1: yeah. supernatural hierarchy where witches and vampires are pitted against each other, and the demons are just. Little losers on the side,
0: <laughs> grabbing along at the side fighting each other. Yeah, but
1: they, you don't really. They didn't really go into much detail about what the demons did or how how they made them different
0: for humans. I mean, in the book as well, there wasn't really any suggestion of. The only thing that they didn't really go into that was in the book that wasn't the TV show was. Do you remember how Diana could always identify? What kind of creature she was with? Well, if you know, if she got cold, yes. it was I can't remember which one. But some, if it was a vampire, they made her cold. If it was another witch, she got a tingle. And if it was a demon, she peed herself. I no, can't remember.
1: <laughs> if it was a demon, they kissed her.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, she felt yeah. like she'd been kissed. by was weird. I
1: mean, that's yeah. another thing in the book. Yeah. It's very. Mm, I think it tries to be sexy, with the kissing, yeah, it's not, and there's there's a thing called witch water. Where she um <laughs> she she just evaporates into water and it's it's meant to be I mean the
0: way you describe it, it sounds like it she pees does, herself. It
1: does. It sounds like she pees herself and is sick with water. And yeah, in the T
0: V show in the T V version she kind of summons rain and I quite Yeah, like that her.
1: was a lot better.
0: Much, Much more effective. Because we you know you were expecting just her exploding with water like she does. Just pieces. they oh, it's water again.
1: Classic
0: Diana. No, no, Diana's. Been, she's incontinent. No, oh, no, it's Witchwater. It's Witchwater.
1: I, I, Another thing. Sorry about the book. So Diana and Matthew um, meet, and they kind of. Oh, do they go out? Do they start dating?
0: They go to. A, they go to that wee cafe. They go a to a cafe about
1: twice, and then they say, "I love you," yeah. and then all of a sudden they're married. Within forty yeah. days of knowing each Perfect. other, they. They get married yeah. without a ceremony, he just announces that she is now his wife.
0: Yeah, she's, they just call it's each other husband bit, and wife. It's
1: strange, and it started off really good because Diana's a doctor um, mm-hmm. and she, they made a big point about how she, uh, she didn't want she she wanted to save herself and be very independent and then he just claims her, and there's a, there's a line that mm. it really annoyed me that vampires are just very um oh what's the word arrogant yeah possessive possessive, possessive he matthew says to diana oh by the way i'm really possessive hope that's okay with you so she's like oh yeah like i love you no matter what and then after that he claims her and he's married to her and no one can really go near her after that yeah it, she, it's it started off well i think but
0: Do you think anyone listening to this would think, "Oh, I really read that book. Sounds really good." They've painted such a vivid picture; it sounds so. I really don't think so. I
1: mean, another problem with it is it's not very vivid. It's not very descriptive Hmm. at all, in any aspect, of any characters, of any setting. So.
0: You got to wonder why we picked this as the first thing to do. <laughs> Neither of us particularly likes it. But then I think people listening will probably tell from our tone this is not going to be a really serious and somber discussion about it's vampires.
1: Really um, could you but have? It's
0: probably going to be more silly. Than... <laughs> well, there are podcasts like that where people very reverently talk about you know whatever it is they like. But you and I are both kind of like weird yeah. in that we tend to find humour in pretty much every single situation and thing we. Well, that's why
1: I didn't want to do a really serious topic. Like, I think vampires—you mm-hmm. can be humorous about it. You can't. You don't have to be very serious about them. Where, because I do struggle to to not find humor in anything, which is a problem. Yeah. I've been told.
0: Yeah, it's a problem.
1: <laughs> yeah. You need to go to a doctor. Yeah, that. I might do. I might
0: do. <laughs> doctor Diana Bishop.
1: Doctor Diana Bishop, perfect. She'll she'll give me some toast, toast and tea.
0: To yours and yoga don't spill your wine <laughs> anyway I think we've probably gone on for far too long I think long. so I mean we could like the book itself ironically
1: <laughs> we did that on purpose
0: we did, it was just an homage <laughs>
1: to well I hope we have encouraged you to read that book
0: <laughs> <laughs> probably not
1: I'm sure if anyone's bought it and they're so excited to read it and um, see, yeah. we've got a podcast about it. They're like, "Oh, amazing! I'll mm. read this before. I'll, I'll listen to this before I read the book." You may mm. have just wasted your money. <laughs> 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 so, apologies for that. Sorry about really that. Really hope guys. the author doesn't anyway. doesn't listen to this. <laughs> That's the thing. What's the author's name? I forgot. I think it's. I think it's a woman. Is it
0: Deborah? Yeah, Deborah I Harkness? think so.
1: Because I typed in to get Matthew's speech. Yeah, I think, yeah. Oh, you mean the, the one, one you, memorised? I memorised. <laughs> wasn't you memorised? Why did you have to type well, it up? I had to memorise it, didn't I? <laughs> of course, right.
0: Silly <laughs> <Tell>
1: you. <it laughs> Silly you. I wasn't going to watch a TV series again.
0: 15 no. times just to memorise
1: the speech. <laughs> well, that's, sorry, one last thing. That's another thing that really annoys me. So you get this big, long speech that I um, so well, yes. well well memorise. So you get that in six out of the eight episodes. And then in the last yeah. two episodes, they just forget about the speech.
0: And they just drop it straight into the action.
1: It's a bit strange. I didn't think there was any need for that speech. Maybe in the first one. No.
0: Yeah, it was yeah. quite good at the first one. because It it showed, it showed him standing on a bridge looking quite moody and sombre. And you and had this kind of ominous speech. But then when they did the same exact same speech for the next five episodes, you're like, right, okay, we know, we know. all this. We know. You don't need to have that. And then they
1: just dropped it. So I could see no. their point if they kept it for the full of season one and then maybe did a different one. Yeah, but to, only do, it, yeah,
0: but to only do it for six or eight. Just a bit bizarre.
1: random. Like the book.
0: <laughs> anyway, yes. Anyway, thank you very yeah, much for listening. Thank you very much. We will be back again soon with more vampire mm. fun. Hopefully something that we both like. I hope so. Something that neither of us particularly like. We haven't decided yet, so we're not even going to no. make promises because we don't know what we're going to do yet. We'll just see what, what the mood yeah. takes and that's where it will take us. Well,
1: thank you very much thank you <laughs> that's quite good i know that was very good um and yes hopefully you will listen again and i promise not to um talk about discovering witches ever again no nope, it's done it's <laughs> in the
0: past like the characters it's now stuck in the past as far as we're concerned <laughs> thank, thank you for listening you. Goodbye, goodbye everyone Bye. Bye.